0: Welcome to Hip Hop History. This week, we will be looking into the career of beefs of the one and only Joe Budden. Here is another artist who thrived off the verbal altercation. Joe Budden would take any slight as the beginning of a beef, from some of the most well-known artists of our time with Jay-Z and Drake, to some of the lesser known artists with Ransom and Saigon. Joe Budden will go at anyone in his crosshairs. So with that being said, let's get into Joe's long history with beef. Joe released his self-titled debut album on Def Jam in 2003. Joe says he asked Jay-Z to jump on the remix to pump it up, but the asking price was too high. Jigga hopped on the beat to Joe's single Pump It Up with a freestyle that many considered superior to Budden's version. Ho started it off with, Gimme that beat, fool. A full-time jack move. Don't worry, no. i get back soon for calling himself the Whether you're not the Mike Jordan or the Mike W Corre's hobby baby, you Kobe, maybe Tracy McGrady, matter of fact you a Harold Miner, JR Rider, washed up on marijuana. Even worse you a purposeless worthless fella, you ain't no athlete, you Sean Bradley. Now I ain't talking to nobody in particular about just vehicular when I'm picking So jay wouldn't jump on the official remix but Dedd release a freestyle to the beat just months later. Hove became president of Death Jam. And after Budden's sophomore album sat on the shelf for years, he pointed the finger at him. Joe eventually was dropped from Def Jam after the label disagreed with the creative direction of his sophomore effort, then titled The Growth. The beef culminated in 2007 with Talk To Him on which Button ridicules Jay for being an old man rapper. New niggas with promise, the new generation won't forget you, we promise. We'll always pay comments, but let's get one thing understood, son, every coin This one simmers into non-existence. In a rare tweet from Jay, he lists a plethora of rappers he respects, including Joe Button. Joe threw the first punch when he dissed G Unit member Lloyd Banks, rapping, if We keep money under the mantle, banks. Niggas, on 2002's Blood Pressure. Banks fired back in an interview by calling him Pink Buttons and stating that beef originated when Joe looked for disses that weren't there. The game got involved when Joe likened the unit to gangster actors. DJ Clue put one of the game's verses on a track with Joe Button. After 50 Cent asked his then-protege about this, Game fired back with a diss track, Buttons. Never to be outdone, Joey came back hard with Game Over. After the game was dropped from G-Unit, the two joined forces at a show in New York in 2008 and subsequently collaborated on the record the future. Budden told MTV News that his issue had been with the G-Unit and said his beef with the game wasn't anything personal. Joe also made up with Lloyd Banks when the two collaborated on transitions from Banks' All or Nothing Live It Up Mixtape in 2016. By 2019, game name drops Joe Budden and his then-fiancee Sin Santana, thus reigniting his issue with the game. These two personalities outside of music do not mesh well. I doubt we will ever see these two collaborate again. And with both announcing their retirement in 2018 and 2019 respectfully, this looks even less likely. In 2008, Joe put A-Team associates Ransom and Hitchcock on a track-dubbed Family Reunion without permission, and things got heated with a number of diss tracks, namely Joe's Heart of the City and Ransom's kid brother. Ransom hit below the belt when he talked trash on video about Joe's then-girlfriend Tahiri. Words turned to wounds when Joe Budden brought his entourage to Ransom's neighborhood and the two engaged in fisticuffs. Ransom brought his own people to the doorsteps of Joe Budden's friend and slapped him. Thankfully it never progressed from hands to handguns and in 2014 they finally made peace. Budden rapped in 2008's Roll Call that, while Joe was clearly referencing the hit-and-run tactics of the Viet Cong during the Vietnam War. Saigon heard his name and the hurt started. From the next few years, the two made a habit of releasing vicious disses and then saying they were done, only to start back up again. Notable diss tracks from the beef include Saigon's push buttons over the Wu-Tang Clan's classic Protect Your Neck instrumental and Joey's Pain in His Life, which mocks Saigon's Pain in My Life. Button's slaughterhouse mate, RoyceThe59, got involved when he blasted Saigon on a freestyle over 50 cents Flight 187 in 2010, but the beef has been dormant since then. In 2009, March Madness-style hip-hop brackets were all the rage. Joe took issue with one Vibe published, dissing a number of rappers, including Method Man, for being too highly seated. The Wu took exception to his comments, so much so that the member of Raekwon's entourage put their fists in Joe's eye during a Wu's 09 Rock the Bells tour. The chef later told Vlad TV that Budden was caught off guard by the confrontation and that Ray and himself felt caught in the middle of the beef because he was cool with Joe's slaughterhouse mates. The beef has since been resolved, with Raekwon calling it, nothing. Right after Eminem's revival tracklist came out, the then host of Everyday Struggle debated the album's pop-heavy tracklist. He said, From what I know, Em, it sounds trash, Joe said of the tracklist. Even though it didn't come with audio, we're looking at it and the common folk are saying, this looks trash and fired back at the critics with chloroseptic remix and dropped a few lines that seemed to be aimed at Buddy. y'all saw the track list and had it fit before you heard it so you formed your verdict while you sat with your arms crossed did your little reaction videos and talked over songs we're gonna take a short ad break here and get right back to the show thank you for listening to that ad Now back to the show. Bizarre, Eminem's former groupmate of the defunct D12, tweeted at Joe in response to the remix. Never bite the hand that feeds you. I never liked you anyway, chump, he said, before calling him a fucking clown. Joe responded by tweeting a physical threat, and then 50 Cent took to Instagram to tell Budden that was a bad idea. Look you got a little ass whooping coming. It's not a big deal. You'll get over it. For his part, Joe didn't believe Shady was dissing him. He took to his podcast to say, I don't think Em was talking about me, number one, but boy did he kill that verse. Budden got his answer when Shady responded. On fall from his surprise album, Kamikaze. Somebody tell Button before I stab, he better fasten it or have his body back and zip the closest thing he's had to hit to smacking pitches. Joe, who is retired from rap, responded fiercely. On- Newsflash M. I heard the album, and because I think you don't really know all the members that were in the group, I don't really think you know our history. Let me tell you what Joe Button has thought this entire time I've been better than you this entire fucking decade. Huh? Can't say that back then. Can't say that back then. But in my rapper brain, I'm a content nigga. You gotta say something. You have not said anything for the better part of a whole fucking decade. That's true. You have rhymed a bunch of words. Joe says he's always loved M and that him calling him out was to better the game, not because he disliked M or didn't respect his pen. This beef looks far from over. On an early version of Thou Shall Not Fall in 2007, Joe rapped about Royce losing to Mr. FAB in a battle. He amended the track, but not before Nickel heard it and came back with I'm Nice on which he spit. Make a nigga extra famous after I warn him. The fugitives dead it and the two joined forces, the Joel Ortiz and Crooked Eye. Joe and Royce disagreed early in 2017 after Joey said that the next Slaughterhouse album will never come out, with Royce tweeting that it is in fact coming and that Budden was quote-unquote being a dick per usual. So far, and for the foreseeable future, the album won't be coming out, but everything between the group members is great despite not being active anymore. Prodigy started this one when he said on a World Star clip in 2008 that a lot of New York rappers should quit rap and paint houses. He dubbed Button the very worst out of New York City, to which Mouse replied in an interview with world star by likening prodigy to bobby brown isn't he going to jail he asked referencing p's then upcoming bid on a weapons charge after mob deep legend died joey revealed that he squashed their beef before he left this earth r.a pete's the legend from queensbridge prodigy at the 2017 bet awards academics joked about Takeoff not having a verse on the group's biggest hit, Bad & Bougie. Takeoff got heated and Button then abruptly ended the interview with a literal mic drop. All three members of the Migos stood up and people had to get between them and Joe to stop a physical altercation. It looked like it was that. But in December of that year, Quavo went at Joe on the track Ice Trey with the lyrics <laughs> If a nigga hatin', call him Joe Budden. Budden was seemingly caught off guard as he responded on Twitter with head-shaking amusement. A month later, Migo stated that they had no issue with Button anymore. It's all in the game. Joe teased Meek on his podcast about his lovey-dovey relationship with Nicki Minaj. Meek went off on Twitter about Joe's rap money slowing up and ridiculed him for his time on Love & Hip Hop. Joe tweeted back that Meek took his words out of context and apologized for his words in the next podcast. A year later though, Button was embroiled in the beef with Drake, who was feuding with Meek at the time. Joey made it clear in his song, Making of a Murderer Part One, that he and Meek's mutual enemy didn't make them friends. No alliances with Meek is still fuck him too. Button spit. Meek responded with an Instagram post that stated, he's been dead since 2003. It's evident. We don't talk about dead people unless they are presidents. Joe responded by telling him to take a seat and watch him do what Meek couldn't. Though the two of them probably don't have animosity towards each other, the e-beefing ended there. Little B, a fan of Buttons, was hurt by Mouse's mocking of his positive sentiments on Twitter in 2010. The two traded barbs on Twitter before Little B went to the lab and came back with a diss track titled, T-Shirts and Buttons, on which he raps. Right, and go home. Not long after, Little B completely changed his tune, tweeting to Joe, you're the true legend and for me coming at you for no reason was a whole move regardless it was for the rap and fun this beef wasn't a beef until it was drake threw subs joe returned straight shots joe an apparent fan of jersey dedicated an entire episode of his podcast to the disappointment with drake's views in 2016 jake responded sublimely on 4 p.m in calabasas with rhymes like they hold a mean it spell envy they trying to tell me the higher i get the less they accept me a reference to fat joe's j-o-e Jealous One's Envy. And on French Montana's No Shopping, Button actually was impressed with the former song calling Aubrey inspired. However, he spent the next few months dropping diss track after diss track. I can't be honest to your fans and say I'm honored to be around you. I, I ain't been be be all be around be me. We all used to listen to you, so I don't know. So how you calling out the lyrical God, Your face light up when you see me talking miracle what? Cause your words ain't saying a thing. I kill a gram without weighing a thing. Nigga, you baking a king. Especially begging for a full-on battle with Drake. Yet, as he does with anyone, not named Meek Mill, Drake stuck to subliminals. And the beef ended as anticlimactically as the release of Views. In the top of 2020, on his podcast, Joe would go on to say how after some time he actually likes Views. The two have also spoke behind the scenes and seemingly ended this one. Behind the scenes, Consequence and Joe took real issue with one another when they were on Love and Hip Hop New York. Tension spilled over at a reunion taping of the show in 2013 when Consequence smacked Joe in the head and Joe's then-girlfriend Tahiri punched cons. Nothing more came of it on or off wax and the two made up a year later as starlets in New York City. Some honorable mentions for Joe Budden are, there was a short spatter with Cameron, basically a misunderstanding with Chance the Rapper, and a small discourse with 2 Chains. Joe Budden has never been scared of a beef, confrontation, or altercation. As Joe has retired from the rap game and become a full-time podcaster and content creator, he has spoken on many of the altercations in the over 300 episodes as of the beginning of 2020. Undoubtedly, Joe has had a bigger impact on the podcast mic than he did on the rap game. Although if you're a fan of lyricism and the art form, Joe is one to study. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hip Hop History. Please like and subscribe and leave a review if possible. Thank you.